and co-host, Rebel Pete Jones. We got that subject matter here tonight, people. Tell us what your muses are, who inspires your pen. Is open mic at DSR all damn day. Let's go. Let's go. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Welcome to another edition of the All-Stars. How you doing, Rebel? Mm, 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 mm. Doing good, doing good. How you doing, sis? Glad that I woke up this morning. Thank you for waking up this morning. And I'm appreciative, absolutely. Thank you for waking up this morning. <laughs> Thank you for thanking me for... Look it up. I'm thankful for Kane Spade because he always, you know, puts my feet to the fire for us to brainstorm and come up with a topic for um, our show every other Wednesday. It's one of those things that has to be done. But what I love about it is he is so gentle in the approach. If it was me, on the other hand, I'm like, yo, you're going to run that topic or you're not going to have a show. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I want to shout Kane Spade out for that because he is awesome. <laughs> Indeed. Appreciate that shout out. Yeah, you make this possible. I want to give him a shout out. I want to give him a shout out too for giving us this space because you know what? No matter how hard the week is, come our All Star Wednesday nights, I just it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I'm, it's it's, an, it's my escape from, from the week's um, rough struggles. So thank you, Kane Spade. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm feeling humbled over here. You know, that's what it's about. It's real. If it wasn't for you creating DSR, there would be no All-Stars, and me and Red would be trying to figure out what we're going to do here the Wednesday night with ourselves. true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You might be saving a lot of lives right now. <laughs> be the change that you want to see in the world. That's it right there. <laughs> so muses, muses, one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about and write about, muses. Do you know I was giving it more in-depth thoughts than when we first kicked this around as a show topic? And I'm going to tell you why. I've always thought just one person inspired my pen. Really, I have. And then I realized it's not. It's a collective. I mean, I'm talking about it's like seven, maybe nine people who are responsible for me being me. That ain't all on me. Mm. The music tremendously. Well, and the way I look at muses is, like, as writers, we really should be open to letting everything muse us. Because as, as poets, especially, we could write about anything and just give it life. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like everything around us are muses. You know what I'm saying? The nature, children, um, loved ones, not-so-loved ones. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm it's all music. It's all music. It's inspiration, you know? I 
Absolutely. I will never say that it has to be a person. A muse is inspiration. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was mused by a turtle once. Yes, I sure was. And I wrote about it in great depth. How about this? I was mused by a cloud. Have you ever Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. Up in the sky. No, for real, for real. It's a real thing. And one minute you see, I don't know, John F. Kennedy on a 50-cent piece. And then the next minute, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would actually be stuff that you yeah. break it through. Yeah. So, yeah. One, the clouds one, tell stories. Clouds wow. tell stories. That's real. Then you have, if you watch them, you know, because I, I wasn't an athlete as a child. I wasn't real active, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get to be outside with the women. <laughs> I was in that bubble, you know. I was bubble wrapped in, and, yeah, my mom was, like, afraid. <laughs> she, she, was, she was so afraid to let me go outside that it wasn't even funny. Um, but that, yeah, that. That, that what you see in a cloud, I might see something you don't see. You laying right there next to me. I have countless poems based off the shit I've seen in the clouds. See what I'm talking about? Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear what the poets have in mind for um, sharing with their you know, their spin is. Like, what have they been inspired by? Who have they been inspired by? What makes their pen bleed? Who is your muses? Who or what? Or yeah, sometimes where? You know, one of my favorite places to write ever, ever, ever in life would be um, my grandfather had an apartment with a balcony that overlooked mm. the town he lived in. Um outside of Paris. He, we, he was in France, and I, and I was living in Germany at the time. So I could visit him on the weekends because it was like, I, like I could come see you on the weekend. Do you know what I'm saying? It was that close. And that's why when yeah. people don't put into perspective how big the United States of America is, they're not realizing that Europe is like the size of the state of Texas. That's the crazy part. You understand what I'm saying? That's an entire yeah. continent. Is yeah. lots of countries in the in in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for square footage, no. absolutely, it's a huge country. That's why they think they're their own country. <laughs> hey, but when you're outside, there's something about being outdoors. Maybe it's sights, maybe it's the smells, maybe it's sounds, maybe it's um just a feeling. You know what I mean? That you get when you're outside. That it, it was as always pushed my yeah. and I wasn't even writing poetry then, I was writing stories. I would write stories that I would read to my daughter for her nap or her bedtime story where she was the main <laughs> character. She starred in all my stories. And that's where I wrote them, mostly. Mm-hmm. On my grandfather's balcony. So sometimes it's a it's a spot. This place is my muse. Well, I've told you since we bought since we bought our house and we got this property with all this nature around us. I'm outside damn near every morning with my coffee and breakfast, eating my eating my breakfast, drinking my coffee with the squirrels, you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's magical. It's it's a different mm-hmm. it's a different thing, especially someone coming from the city, you know. I live in the suburbs. I love the feel of the, of suburban living. I live mm-hmm. on a tree lined street, like you said, squirrels, birds, raccoons, skunks, deer. Red foxes, 
uh, every now and then I get a couple of roosters in my yard. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but um, I seen a goat last week. <laughs> it's whatever. I ain't judging. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I want to hear what these muses are. Um, you know, we do the whole speed round when we start the show off. I don't want to take up a lot of time, but I love the fact that people calling in, they're supporting DSR. Our DJ Kane Spade for making sure that he's on the ones and the twos and making it do what it do. You rebel Pete for just being my brother and waking up this morning and hosting with me because it's like us on the phone every hey. other day anyway. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so if you want me to go first, I can because I know that you're going to do something interesting tonight. So I can give you a minute. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I kick it off. <laughs> So I'm gonna title my first real easy. No, come on now, I love you for real, not just not just on paper. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna title my freestyle tonight. Um, my muse. I've been giving the topic quite some thought. I mean, I hadn't really gave the kind of thought that it would take for this to be the topic matter of a show that I would host, for goodness sake kick these ideas around all the time with my partner in rhyme. Rebel B. Jones and I chop it up all the time. So when we are brainstorming to come up with a show title and what we're going to do and what's going to be the format, what we're going to talk about, what's the subject, do we have a topic, would it be possible for us to have a guest? Maybe we would feature someone in the near future. You never know. But the reality is there's just something that makes it possible for us to glow. I'm talking about shine from the inside out when it's all right and everything don't have to rhyme, but it's lined up the way it's supposed to. Like it's not just two plus two is four, and you know that math works for you. No, it's the reality of something, some place, something, some smell, some color, some invisible force in your life that makes it possible for you to write for you to get the things that are on your heart, in your mind, off your chest. Stop weighing you down, feeling like you got to go outside while wearing a helmet and a bulletproof vest. No, no shots are being taken when you pick up your pen. If you're typing these rhymes on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, or however you get it in, just know that we are poets and we have a duty and an obligation to bring our words into fruition, to speak life over ourselves and others to be a positive impact and not just out here spinning our wheels like hamsters. Nah, we're supposed to be getting it on a larger scale. We're going to make sure that lyrics are lyrics, whether it's hip-hop songs or poetry, that we do it well. We have to tap into the views that makes it possibility for us to do what we do. And for me, mine oftentimes is simply my peeps. Love the people who love me with every fiber of my being, with every breath of air in my lungs as I take my time to get there. I'm asthmatic, but I don't let it hold me back. The reality is this, I won't do anything, be tethered to anyone or share my energy in a situation that is whack. So my muse has to be like-minded, you see. We have to be on one accord and working together in tandem Share the same energy. So it's a necessity for me to always thank everyone in my life who has been an influence to me. Some were poets, some were family members, others were lovers, and 
One in particular was my husband to be. The reality is this. Muses are everywhere. If you don't have one yet, think about what makes it possible for you to write down a spit the things that you haven't done yet. I'm Zena Storm. Thank you for indulging me. In peace. so effortless just coming up with it. That's crazy to me. No. I love what you do. I'm going to say this. It's not as effortless as one would think, but I'm going to tell you what it is. It's more conversational. No, I know I, it's not. You make it sound effortless. Right. I don't think so. about I'm spitting a piece. I'm sharing my thoughts as to what a muse means to me. I hope that some of this applies to you. I'm saying it to you in real time because this is what we do. So our conversation sometimes is poetry in the making. Don't think that I'm doing something out here extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just storming. I'm just storming. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love, Look, I love the fact that you acknowledge it, but please don't. It's, it's not. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give you a second, and as long as you're ready, you know the floor, the stage, and the mic is yours. I'm just so excited. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that I'm ready. I don't know that I'm ready, but I'm ready as I'm going to get. <laughs> Tell you. All right, now. So. All right, now. <clears throat> Gentlemen, hold on tight. Rebel P. Jones. My muse. I took the time to listen to your history, your voice. I took the time and sacrificed so much to learn your cold, broken heart and mind. I took the time to embrace your darkness inside. And even made it mine. She came to me and scraped the words across my mind. This news of mine. Oh, how I love her so. I love her darkness. I love her mystery. I do indeed love her so. I love her whole. But she's a naturally beautiful, a toxic beauty, the most deceitful kind. You can never see the light that once existed within her until she invites you inside. It's deception and betrayal that are down a devil's path. Now her soul is fragmented, fractured, and much of it gone, though I think and feel ever so strongly. There is a new fire, a new burning light, the birth of a new fire inside of her. And she shall show her light shine and darkness bleed through the penitence that has been blessed for me. I took the time to listen to your history, your voice. I took the, I took the time and sacrifice to learn your cold, broken heart and mind. I took the time. 
to embrace your darkness inside and even made it mine. I'm thinking about eternity and some kind of ecstasy got a hold on me, her gaze and touch, her history's blush that puts a spell on me, and this is the way I feel. I've been seduced by a storm, and now my heart beats like a drum. Where has this magic come from? Where has her history, her truth been buried? Oh, goddess of the blackest moon, come pierce your hidden truth in me. As I write your voice for the whole wide world to hear, see, and read I, I, I took the time to listen to your history, your voice. I took the time and sacrifice to learn your cold, broken heart and mind. I, I took the time to embrace your darkness inside. I even made it mine. My soul connects with your soul through this poetry and may your light and dark your painful voice varnish your very dark beauty across the broken in this world as your army rises amongst the coming storm never before seen by man dear lady of the night though how i weep for you lost among the cold and hateful world this pen i hold is the sharpest sword fierce enough to pierce the thickest armors the thickest skulls as you implant your words and history and to my corrupted mind, filled with void and pain. And for this, I forever thank you, my very special muse. I am Rebel Jones. This is DSR All-Stars Love. Damn day, baby. Peace. Making this show possible. Uh, did that. My wife calls it um, 
my wife tells my kids when they think I'm yelling at them all the time, like, your daddy's just passionate about a lot of shit. That's I passion you here. <laughs> Hold on, you DMX that. You really did. You, 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 you were like, real bitch, where my pancakes? I was like, whoa, is he getting <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. Hold on. Not only was I not ready, but not being ready made it better for me. So thank you. And, <laughs> and in exchange for, I knew what you were going to do, and it still messed me up. So all right now. Ooh-wee. You know, I never found. You know, I never found the melody I wanted, so I just went with it as soon as it was my turn to go. <laughs> I never found the melody that I wanted. I was like, "Fuck, fuck a melody, man!" Just hold on, I'm glad you feel it. Right it go there. It was better that way. Yeah, it was just raw, you know. So. I needed that. It was organic, and I appreciate it. So I know Kane Spade is probably saying, we got callers, all-stars. Let's keep it moving. Love Good you. Job. Yeah, let's get them. We didn't get kick it off. You know, we need to find out what the what the callers want to add and how they've been inspired and who and what, where, when inspires them and what the muses are. Indeed, indeed. Well, I guess I don't have to say it. Yeah, we do got to keep it moving, but then again, I'm going to say it anyway, you know. But anyway, <laughs> Gina caught me off guard when she quoted DMX, though. I mean, yo, bitch, give me my pancakes. Yo, almost fell out my chair. <laughs> Said that shit. I'm telling you, that's, that's rebel every day. His kids probably be thinking they're in trouble, and I know that's just his voice. <laughs> <laughs> That was wild right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do got a lot of callers in the building here tonight. It's definitely a DSR All-Star Party. You know, thanks to everybody for coming in. Uh, real quick, for those with their hands down, 903, hit start two if you got something to say. Uh, 352, hit start two if you got something to say. Mr. B, you already know, man. Hit star two, man. <laughs> you up. They all in the building. You know, first on the call, we going to bring in DSR's main streamer, supporter, the ultimate DSR media sharer, ink dropper in the building. What up? Good, hey, Dropper, what's going on, brother? I'm good. How, how y'all? Doing good, man. Thanks for coming, too. It's always a pleasure to have you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What you got for us tonight, man? Who's your muse? What kind of muse are you going to be um, introducing us to tonight? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Let me apologize. I, I, I'm here. I was on mute and talking, but I, I'm ready for what you brought because <laughs> you never disappoint. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Dominic. Oh, oh, shout out to Dole because that's actually who my poem's about. So going strong for Doe. You've been taking this hip-hop thing seriously a decade long, and to this day you're still going strong. Your brother Supreme, another great MC, 
got you into this when you were five. So it's definitely in the in the bloodline. Black or rubber music is necessary. That's why I like you summoning your classic album, Intelligent Ignorance. You're legendary. Always come with that fire. That's why you're someone I highly admire. So come on, doll. Let's keep on winning because we know you're just beginning. I'll always show you nothing but love, and I put no one else above. You're an artist who's impeccable and just a great man in general. So we show love for you because you're definitely the truth. The Dove Seats Awards that you won is proof of your dedication. That's why you're such a high inspiration. And that's that piece. disappoint I swear I don't even know how you what your process is um, for writing but when you do it you're focused and I appreciate I know honestly that means a lot it means the world to me because it makes it easy for me to focus because you're so focused so thank you not only for that but for the love for the support for all the tags I I don't even have to promote this show you understand what I'm saying I'm like All I do is share your post. So for that and this poetry this evening, I want to thank you again for being like um, Kane Spade always says, the premier, Mm -hmm. top dog and number one when it comes to DSR support. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. What you got for him, Reb? Yo, I know the dude that um, he was talking about because of him. Because of um, Dominic, so I I understood the poem very well, and I also support Dude's music because I I like Dude's style, man. I share a lot of his music, so I thought it was a good piece, John. If you can hang out with us, down, we appreciate it. We always trying to get a speed round in, if possible, so. If you don't have nothing else to do, you can hang out, kick your feet up, grab some wings, keep riding the bus with us. We're going to get to the next All-Star. All right, all right. Definitely shout out to the DSR main streamer slash supporter, Ink Dropper, for coming in here, showing us support on every DSR network show, man. We appreciate it. We need more like Ink Dropper, a.k.a. Mr. Sansoda. You know, uh, next in the building, we got, let's see here. Yeah, we're going to bring in Mr. Boston, DSR Zone. You know, he's at work, always hustling. So let's bring him in so he can do his thing and clock back in. <laughs> Ooh, wee! How's everybody doing over here tonight? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know I had. A, hey, you know what? I I I learned something very quickly today. 
grinder. Bro, that nigga get a business up. We are trying to get a business up and running, and then having to work in the business and do all the paperwork is damn, it's tiring as hell. You know, and then with all of these goddamn state licenses and goddamn protocols that you have to go through and you get it up and running, man, and then motherfuckers don't want to motherfucking work. You know, you hear me? <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear I, I, Listen, listen. You know, the beautiful thing about this is that I got a contract with Amazon and Walmart and Target. And I still can't find people that want to motherfucking work. You understand? These motherfuckers is these people are human beings are lazy, man. When when there's free money on the table, people stop working. People don't want to work. So I find now. I just said, you know, I give up on trying to find people to work. So what I do, I work. I damn my office at home all day and do all my paperwork and make all my phone calls and everything. And then I'm up at 4.30 in the morning, sometime 2 o'clock in the morning to make sure that these people get their deliveries on time. And then it gets, it, you know, it's so much to this and the people that you meet along the way, you know. One lady has got so comfortable with me coming to her house at 2 o'clock in the morning. She has coffee, donuts waiting on me. Another lady wants to fix me breakfast, and I don't have time. You know, that's, that's, that's incredible. Another lady, you know, sometimes it's, 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 it's foggy and cool outside, so this lady goes out and she buys me a jacket, you know. And I can't take the jacket because you got to always be professional in whatever you do. And so I can't take the jacket. So she gets, she gets super slick. And uh, I'm not paying attention. I'm, paying, I'm just paying attention to, the, to my business and making sure that she gets her packages and stuff like that. So she, out of the blue, asked me for my address. And I'm not thinking. I'm... I'm on my tablet looking at the next person in line to get their deliveries and where I got to go and so on and so forth. So I'm looking down at my tablet and I inadvertently give her my address. So today I get this package and I get this, <laughs> I get this jacket to play Bobby. <laughs> it's amazing what people do. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. It is what it is. I'm having the time of my life. Yeah, I'm having the time of my life at 63, you know, uh, uh, in four more months, I'll be 64. Man, what a blessing to be able to be here. You know, it's a blessing to be able to come to this show and, and, and hear all of you guys doing your work. You know, it's, I, 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 y'all guys inspire me so much. Y'all, y'all just don't know. Y'all don't even know the half of it. Or inspire me. And DJ King Spade, man, I got to give you heads up, man. You are the best. And my brother in arms, you know, we got to 
we we definitely got to get back on track, man, with our phone calls weekly. You know. know. And Gina Starr and Gina Starr, I just I just wanna reach through the screen and just grab you and just kiss you because <laughs> you strive to be better than today. You strive to be better than the coming tomorrow. And I, I appreciate you. Stop playing. <laughs> you call me that. <laughs> that is awesome. Today, the only yes, sir. Is your reflection. Are you going to take on the new identity of Mr. California now? I'm going to stay Mr. Boston for the time being. I, 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 I'm thinking about going back to my. I, 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 I had a prior uh, uh, moniker that was called Kellyisms. You know, I might take that one back on, but I'm not sure because to 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 step it back into those shoes require extra more than mm. you know. So uh, I don't know yet. You know, I I I haven't really sit down. You know, I I've really been focused on my business at hand, you know, until I get some more people where I can sit behind the desk day in and day out, then I'm I'm good with that. But right now, I'm not really looking at doing really new adventures at this time because this thing is time-consuming, man. And when I say time-consuming, it is time-consuming, you know, because I do all my paperwork. I do all my taxes. I do all of that. I'm Constantly, you know, I I, I got my – everything is on a calendar right now. I just finally got that finished now. So when business licenses and taxes and stuff is due or meetings is, uh, uh, need to be doing a phone call, I got them all on my calendar now. So some of the pressure has been alleviated. I need to alleviate about 90 more percent of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I, I, I got to get – I got I I I I have three good workers right now that's just like you know you don't have to get up at three o'clock in the morning and 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 do anything you should call us we'll we'll jump on it but see a lot of people don't understand the law says you can only drive for three for twelve hours and you got to rest for eight hours before you can drive again you know what I'm saying and. If I allow somebody to, yeah, and if I allow somebody to drive over the 12 hours and there's an accident, you know who's responsible? Me. You know who's going to get sued? Me. And I can't afford that. So I have to get up and do what I do, you know, so that part. But anyway, I got to get back to work, but I'm going to leave you with this. Incentives. I don't know how you're going to manage this, but to do so, you must learn to manage me and his incentives. Just the motivation in front of me is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. So what you have to say about this proposal. See, I want to give you everything, but could I trust you with all I have and all I am, what I could become to you? You learn how to be happy with what you have while you pursue all that you want of me. 
Incentives are on the table. I'm that man with off, with offers of incentives for personal development that represents a personal challenge for the woman in you. If you're not willing to risk the unusual, you will settle for the ordinary. Can you recall the first question asked of you? You allow me to say this to you. The only way of life to satisfying the need of all times must be motivated by incentives and reward materially, morally, and spiritually. Because motivation to get him to work for you is the work to get at me is to produce by incentives and rewards only. As an aspect built into the fundamental specifications of human nature, see, lady, the fact of incentives that I wish to give you if you recognize the folder of mind I just gave to you, see if you can be true to you and allow me to know thyself to be true, truthful we will, both of us, to each other. People do for money what they would never do for love. No, I'm not saying you're a gold digger, yes, you could be. I used to say if you will take care of me, I will take care of you now. I say I will take care of me for you. If you will take care of you for me, Remember, I asked you, could I trust you? See, beautiful in this, come get me if you think you can. Correlation does not equal causality. When two things travel together, it's attempting to assume that one causes the other. Feel me the reason I offered incentives with questions? To see if the woman in you can handle all that I'm willing to give you, give to you as a man, but tell me, or you, as a woman. What skills can you show and teach me? Because if you meet the incentives and qualifications, then you qualify for the knowledge I will give you. But you must garner the wisdom within the knowledge given to you as part of the incentive. I want you to understand this is, that nothing will ever be casual between us. So get that idea out of your head, whether you like it or not. If you decide to meet the qualified incentives and you cross the threshold of trust, I will become 100% invested in you, in us. And what's left become you and I. One of the greatest gifts you can give anyone is the gift of attention. And ladies and gentlemen, incentives. That's Mr. Boston, DSR, all damn day. My drop. Because I trust you with all that I have got. That 
<laughs> fucking stuck with me, man. That man, that was dope. And you know what? Everything that you put in there was the basic blueprints for any successful relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not hard. It's no, not no. hard, but we we yeah, forget really all that shit when we get comfortable. You know what I find? You know what I find that crumbles a relationship and shakes the foundation of relationships? One or the other person walks away from their spirituality. They walk away from God. And when you walk away from your spirituality in God, the foundation starts to shake. And the more it shakes, the more it cracks. And then when you've gone so far away, the communication breaks down. And that's the end of the relationship. Now, it's not a relationship. It's war, you know. So how can two people stand together in unity when they at war with each other? Feel me? Right. It's crazy. Man, that was crazy. And I'm just, so many you know what I'm Yeah, and I'm watching, I'm watching these 95, 2010 babies is growing into men and women. And I see that it's all about, oh, let's go get some weed and let's go get a bottle and go to my place. And then all of these babies are, are, are made. And now we got another generation of babies that's going to grow up with no leadership, no direction, and we get the same thing. It's this evolving circle that needs to be cut off, you know, because our children are no longer being taught anything in school. And we can't teach the children in school what they need to learn to go out into this real-ass world because now because government has stepped in the education process and fucked it all up. It's all fucked up now, you know. So you got a child coming out of high school that that that, that can't even do a basic geometry problem or a basic algebra problem. And if you can't do that, well, then you're not you're not going to make it in life because life is made of uh, retired school teachers. She said she has students who couldn't tell time looking at a clock with wow. hands. Right. And wow. my house, they don't even write cursive anymore. Do you understand? what I'm, it's, it's just much bigger. Yeah. But we all have responsibility, yeah. and I feel you on that. Yeah, and I always hear, I always hear that the parents should teach the children, but how the hell can a 25-year-old teach their children anything when they can't even read a goddamn book? How is it that a parent teach the child and they can't even add one plus three? Okay. Especially nowadays, the way they are teaching children and then people of my generation that learned a different way. They they do not teach the same criteria the same way anymore. And now we're at a time where we're all... Now we're at a time where often parents are forced to homeschool 
and we're supposed to know what the fuck, how the fuck they're teaching these kids in school nowadays. People from my era, you know, when we learned shit, yeah. basic math was a basic thing. Now they want you to do all this quick yeah. shit in your head and all these formulas, and then sh- I don't know, yeah. it, none of it really makes sense to me, man. Man, it don't make sense to me either. You know, I'm 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 very appalled, and I I I, and I thank God every single day that my children got through school and went on to college, and before all of this stuff changed, man, I am so grateful. You know, the mm-hmm. the whole concept I think now is is we're not gonna we're not gonna need human beings in the next maybe 20, 25 years, because everything is going to be done by AI and robots, you know. So, you know, I think that's part of it slowly, but we we too blind to see it, you know. But it is what it is. This is life. So what can I say? But anyway, I got to get out of here, y'all. You know. I got to get yes, out of here. One love, one mic, man. One love, one mic. Yeah, man, man, one love, one mic, man. We're going we to have to make an appointment, man, uh, to, to, to talk over the phone, man. You know what I'm saying? I miss my brother. You Please know? let our listeners yes, know where to find you, because I know you and Rebel going to chop it up. But let, let our listeners know <laughs> where you can be found here at the DSR Network. Hey, you come find me right here at DSR, because this is my home. This is my house. And it's a solid foundation over here. So, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I keep my old spice on so I won't come and stink up the house. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is where y'all find me. Right now, I'm at Facebook jail for another 30 days. I just came off for 30 days, and I came off 30 days before that and 30 days before that. <laughs> I, know, I know his struggle. I want his fires. But it's, it's full purpose Man. And we will come through. <laughs> there you go. Y'all see me next month. Y'all see me next Monday. I'm taking off next Monday to focus on that show. Y'all come through next Monday. You know, and uh, is it Monday? Okay, see, I, I'm, I am so <laughs> focused on something else. Is it next Monday or next Wednesday? <laughs> no, no, next Monday, full purpose pens. That's you, Mr. B. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Next Monday, y'all come out. And enjoy the festivities. I promise you that I'm going to have you crying, laughing, rolling, belly rolling. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have you laughing till your stomach hurt. But, yeah, y'all come through next Monday night, 9.30, Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, you know, West Coast Time. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to come through, man, and I'm going I'm to make y'all smile, laugh, and cry. Okay. Good night to y'all. One love, one mic. One love, one mic. Go rebel, Mr. Boston. Like I said, we always get a we get a classroom experience, poetry every time, wisdom. From from a someone from a different generation than both of us. I mean, he older than me, mm-hmm. you and Kane Spade. You know what I'm saying? Um, we need that. We need that. And everything he said was true. Kane. And I thank him so much for coming through. Kane Spade, these wings are on point tonight, bro. Mm. 
Yeah, I see, man. We we got some habanero wings tonight. I made burn your throat, burn your brain. You know, it's delicious though. Gonna go insane with the pen tonight, but by way of muse. <laughs> Definitely, uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Boston for covering through people. You know, full purpose pens like Gina Storm said. Is on Monday night. It's 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Going down. Most likely there will be an open mic show. And uh, without further ado, we're going to bring in the next caller. And that's going to be a 716. What's up? What's up, DSR? Hey, it's Gina Storm and Rebel P. Jones over here at DSR with the All-Stars. What do you have on the mic? What's going hello, on? Hello. You got Big Ed. Big Ed, I thought that was you. And all I could say to myself was, for real, though? Hey. What's going on? Glad that you came, too. We, we were yeah. discussing muses. Um, and everybody has something that inspires them. Someone, some place, some color, some feeling, some smell, some song some situation, whatever it is, that makes it possible for them to pick up their pen uh, and to grab a mic. And we're just curious as to what your muse and or muses are. I would say muses, everyday yes. life, everyday life, just, you know, what's yes. going on in the world, you know what I'm saying? I mean the pain, the good, mm. the bad, everything, because, I mean, like, I can look on the news and, you know, I can see, you know, a brother unjustly killed by a cop, that inspires me. Or just going out into the world and just getting different reactions from different people and different ethnicities, you know. You know, just wondering what do people, this would even make a good poem, what do people see when they see you, you know. Do you just see another stereotypical brother or do you see the next president, you know, wondering uh. What what do people? I got I got to put a pen page right there. So in two weeks from now, when the DSL officers come on, and we ask the question, "What do you see?" Yeah, that might be a good show. A new a new a, a new a, a new be mad at show. You, I will give you credit. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I mean, you know, the world is just crazy, and it's so many different perceptions and different people's perceptions of per- perceptions and just. It's wild. That should be the name of the show. Yeah. All of the things just inspired my pen because, you know, you can't really change everybody, but you can at least make people think. And that's really what I feel like I do with poetry. I definitely take it to another level. I talk on some taboos and some booze or whatever and just make people think a little deeper, you know? Yeah. I think as poets, that's our responsibility to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I totally, I concur. I'm a high five both of y'all on that one. Yeah, I mean, even history is his story. So let's tell our story. I want to hear her story. Like when Gina Storm is talking, I want to hear her story. When Kane Spade is on the mic, I want to hear his story. When Dominique, I want to hear his story. You know, I want to hear everybody's story because, hey, everybody got a story to tell. 
You know what, Big A? You're so right, man. I told my son that just yesterday because we're working on communication skills because he's very antisocial as a teenager and it's not working well for him. And so I was telling him, I said, you're very rude to people. I said, you talk over them instead of taking time to listen to them. I said, you know, I understand. Everybody's got a fascinating story if you just take the time to shut your lips and listen to them. I said, you learn something, man. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I thought about it tonight, and I said, well, since we're talking about muses and poetry, I said, I'm going to have to hit them with a deep piece tonight. First, I was going to do another type of piece, but then I say, I'm just going to go into one of these pieces where I feel like I go all in and tell a lot about who I am and where I came from and what made me a poet. The floor and the mic is yours. All right. This is called Born and Made a Poet. The day I was born and made a poet, I spit bars like a lyrical warrior, pimping words and verbs and matching photography through the eyes of a sick, twisted warrior. I never had no filter. My tongue was a double-edged sword. Anyone that crossed my path could get it. If you were talented in my Arkansas, you had to come with it. Hard times, racial divides, and limited opportunities made the people savage and cold as ice. There were things that went on down there that would make Sodom and Gomorrah seem nice. So many people I grew up with paid the ultimate price, emulating what they heard in songs and seen on movies. It's a shame no one ever taught them their worth. They never learned to have any value or respect for human life. I think it's a shame so much energy is wasted on tearing one another down in hate when there's enough food for everyone to have a plate. So many casualties of war because so many people don't wise up until it's too late. That's why I take poetry seriously. This is more than an art form. To me, it's a mission. You can learn a lot from a poet. Very important life lessons are being delivered. All you have to do is listen. Why are we continuing to counsel one another out when we should stop the killing and get together and start building? The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Have we even stopped to think about what we are teaching our children? Life is what we make it. So many times bittersweet. I take it to the pen and pad like a musician takes it to the beat. I carry the torch for the legends who came before me that paved the way making it possible for us to share our poems today. I'm a wordsmith in the age of the narcissist, trying to avoid the bottomless pits of the end up for this. I knew it would be a long and winding road. It's urgent that I get my message out to the world. If I hold it inside too long, I'll explode. When I first spit a piece in front of an audience, I set the bar high when the bar was low. In peace. Well, 
Thank y'all so much. Like, wow. look, Big Ed apparently understood the assignment. <laughs> I mean, I've been having that from a while, and just I've been holding that one back, and this was just. Oh my goodness, you were ready for real, for real. Like you, every barrel was loaded. I'm talking about locked cocked. I'm not even mad. I'm just like, for real, honestly, if that's what you're gonna do, do that. Don't do I mean, now. you know where you come from, you know where you're going. And, I mean, I feel like in today's world, it's war and rumors of war. So we have to remember where we come from to know uh-huh. where we're headed because uh-huh. it's a long and rocky road ahead of us. But we can do uh-huh. this. If it was easy, it wouldn't be for us, and I feel you on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. <laughs> come on, Rebel. Look, I'm ready. I can't man. wait to hear what you have to that was amazing. You know what? Because you're talking war and, and there's a war out there, but man, you put so much love in that, man. You put so much love in that. You know what? You brought out of me, well, what, what resonated with me is this, all the stuff you put in that piece, that's all the stuff I'm teaching my young sons right now that I'm raising. You know what I'm saying? I'm teaching them all that stuff. That was a real special piece to me because I'm saying these things that you put so beautifully, with the things you put so beautifully is what I tell these young men every single day of their lives until it's in their, ingrained in their brains, man. It's important shit, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, these are important lessons, and it's the only way things are going to change in the world from where they are right now is putting back the lessons that young men need to learn, man. I love you. Hey, it takes a village. I mean, if we don't, who else going to? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like oh, right. Was saying, yeah. If we don't teach them, who else going to teach them? Because, I mean, what are they even teaching in the schools? So it starts at home. Very much. You know what they say? Charity begins at home. Mm-hmm. Right. God bless the child that has his own. And I believe the children know our future. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Yeah. I know they are future. Yeah. Understand what I'm saying? We got that. It's locked and loaded. For real, for real. Like, 100%. Oh, God. Again, yeah, thank, thank y'all you for so coming much. through. I, like, we, we needed you. <laughs> and I appreciate y'all's platform. Y'all breathe life into me, and I speak life into y'all. And I mean, that's how we do. We speak life into one another, you know? Yes. That's poetry. That's poetry. We only in competition with ourselves, and our only. Competition is our reflection. Yeah, I'm not even in competition with myself. I'm no, so I look cool in the mirror and I'm like, I was like, <laughs> looking up, I need you to get yourself together. Yeah, sometimes I don't always shine. I don't, I'm not always right. I'm not always happy. I'm, and, and everything isn't always light. Sometimes I have to literally be foot to ass with myself. And Got to sometimes. We fall down, but we get up. As long as we get back that's up, that's all. That, as long as we get back that's up, that's all that matters. <laughs> right. Love you. We're gonna try to get a speed round if you can hang out, and if not, we right. love you and see you back in two weeks. For sure, for sure. All right. One love, one mic. One love, Hello. one mic. Ed. Yes, in the building. Indeed. Indeed. Going down here tonight. 
I see uh, Big Ed. He got that big old pile of the habanero wings over there, man. He went all the way in. He, look, he ain't never scared. He like bone crusher. He did his <laughs> thing. Man. You know, that was a thorough-ass piece right there, Big Ed, man. Appreciate you sharing that with us here tonight. Shout-out to everybody in the building. You know, definitely feel on the subject matter, muses. You know, uh, well, I'm going to tell you all this real quick before I bring in the next caller. <clears throat> I also agree that the world is my muse. You know, I do have a piece, but I'm not going to say it yet because it's about the callers. So we're going to go to 615. I believe it's C double 34 music. Yeah. I said I was going to call it, and I still love the way King Spade just just say it like just tempting. That's that's the way I like it. I mean, thank you. <laughs> it makes me want to say, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you doing, brother? I grew up in a family where I was the only girl, and I had all these brothers, and I still have all these brothers. And so I, I feel like you're the point of sisters singing, we are family. But it's not all I got all my sisters with. I got all my brothers with me. Oh, yo, y'all killing me tonight. I love you. Well, we love you too, Sister Dee Dee. What's been going on with you? I mean, this is two times this week with you. First I've been, time I've been tapping into my inner soul, sister, because I, I can't disappoint. Um, you, you set a very high bar for poets when it comes to that spoken word, because when you put a track of ours to music that you take from a clip on a mic that we're on, we don't even know what you're doing. I don't know how you, speaking of muses, my God, you must have a stadium filled with muses because you do a lot. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I don't know, a lot of poets were referring to you as the maestro, but the reality is this, you are tuned in. You're, you're not just listening. You're tapped into the actual, like, spinal cord of the embodiment of all things that are poetic. And it makes what we do seem so much better. All I can do is thank you in advance because I'm so glad that you made it this evening. That's my brothers, ladies and gentlemen, Dexter, and I'm Dee Dee. We're in the lab. Yes, we are. And, um, wow, you made me sound like Quincy M.D. for, for a minute there with that. I'm like, dang, we're <laughs> back. I'm like, yo, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoy hearing hearing the craft of poetry. You guys do it so well. And and I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking that about fourth order. I'm talking about everybody that I've had the opportunity. I mean, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that y'all entrust me with your babies. And I just want to do what God has me to do. That's basically it. Man, you be doing, bringing new life to people's poetry that they probably never, ever even envisioned hearing their poetry come out like, man. It's, 
It's just a beautiful, beautiful gift that you have, and you give it away to us so freely. I love you, man, and I love everything you do, man. Hey, I love all of you, for real. Mm -hmm. So I need a question. What is the question you don't want to ask me? No, yeah, because here's the thing. Rebel and I talk just like regular conversation like you and I do, Dexter, so... We don't think that it has anything to do with us hosting our show. It's more wanting to pick the brains of the poets who come on the mic. And we knew that we had muses, you know, actual human beings, live or who have moved on. And those people, our ancestors or our current family or how about our descendants, our children? And in my case, my grands. Um, there are things that inspire our pen. And so we were just asking all the poets who came on the mic tonight what their muses were. If it's a person, place, or thing, if it's a group of people, several Mm -hmm. places, and lots of things, whatever makes it possible for you to do what you do because you're not just the maestro, you're not just putting the music to the lyrics, you're also a very gifted person Ordologist, wordsmith, and poet. So we just were curious. That's all. <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. I'm just going to say simply an observation of life. Whatever I see, whatever has been put in my vision, that's my muse. It could be something as stupid as watching Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Like I said um, earlier, Rebel and I were inspired by clouds lots of times. So we, I feel that. I love that. I mean, it could be anything. It could be my vices. I mean, it could be my weaknesses. It could be just a conversation. I, don't, I mean, whatever it is. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at, um, at this um, computer. And, I mean, I know I could write to... Um, one of my members of the fourth quarter. But I'm like, eh, that ain't it. That ain't it right now. I don't want to go too far. You know what I'm saying? My mother used to always tell me to follow my first mind. Every time I didn't, I regretted it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I will write to something that would be transparent and and say, you know, I have to be careful because them spiritual things be out there and they'd be like, okay, we got that same spirit and um, I can bring you in. So, you know. This is why I love you. Absolutely. But I will be transparent and I will be teaching lessons and that's what I'm supposed to do. That's my answer. And I guess I'll stick to it. No, no, you you should. Say it with your chest too. So that being said, look, Rebel will concur. We need to pass the mic to, y'all know him as Clarence Ferguson Jr., a.k.a. C-Double 34 Music. That's our big brother, Dexter. I'm Dee Dee and Red. A.k.a. my brother. Yes. (laughs) Look, at I said, Rebel's his brother, too, but obviously he's out of control. So we're going to give the stage and the mic to you. Thank you. Um, I remixed this piece, and this piece is called I Be. I be the embodiment of a music soul child. Just listen. Listen. 
I be not seeking you to like or share this, what's been given to me. Follow me as I follow Christ. What I'm doing here is not culture. I did upholstery on the vultures feasting on vulnerabilities, circling the circuit of my composure to attempt change in my passion out the doldrums, creating an environment of perpetual boredom, don't fit my interior design of decorum. I don't vacuum. I brush the imposters claiming to be important off my shoulders, much more than you know of. This is an emergency phone call from a compulsive soldier stuck in a molecular cold well war. These messages aren't vengeful with venomous intent sent to a concerto of violins synonymously synchronized for your emotional violence, I think. These are essentially melodies. Now, if you turn it into a business, expect major penalties of cerebral, traumatic, and cellopathy as your copyrights and published trademarks made you a slave to everything besides. How can I beat a virus to this new world order body of pathetic pathogens if I didn't tell you Christianity was run by the Catholics? The Antichrist spirit is prevalent in the Vatican. The snakes in the pulpit are effeminate degenerates. But hey, I'm just a talking-headed messenger. I better stop making sense. These are cures, and there are cures for cancer and diabetes not found in deadly pill prescriptions but the FDA, CDC, OSHA, HIPAA, you down with OBP, keeps that info hidden from me. Through vaccines laced with caffeine and mercury, we sacrifice our children as aborted fetuses, then receive bills in the mail simultaneously with the funerals. Do you know the way to San Jose or Alphabet Street? I have puzzled you by challenging your paths of tragedies. In Charlottesville, Houston, Florida, and Vegas, all casualties, yet you still focus into the vocals Kim Kardashian speaks well, actually. We gawk hypnotically at the implanted ass cheeks of fake housewives and rappers in Hollywood, New York, and these Atlanta streets, blind to the fact of what's really happening, hey, 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 dancing in reruns like ordinary people who are legends that never keep clothes. I'm scratching more than surfaces than turntables, hoping you sense the pulse that won't play in a gay club, and this is a shameless plug. I love agape, no labels, but if I embrace our sins to remain the world's friend, I'm a receiver of Yahweh's hatred, and yes, that's what his name is. You kiss me like Judas Iscariot, and I want to kiss you like Joe Namath. This drunken message is free of charge, not meant for the lifestyles of the rich and famous to claim their saneness. That's an act of treason and ultimate betrayal here. I won't tell my lesson allegiance to this matrix mess. I'd be that IV intravenously dripping through your widescreen. I'd be that light scene you can't ignore in darkness. I'd be them high beams. I'd be those sirens in night. With those high-pitched screams, I'd be that soul food. You want more? You know where to find me. You want to vice-grip my testicles because what I've said in this episode defies gravity where you can't grab a hold of this mental capacity causing catastrophes to make you check yourself in peace.
can only say I wasn't ready, but I should have been, and that was my fault. Too many bars in there for me to pick any out, Dexter. I'm like, the reality was this. It was, there were so many things, but they all resonated with me. So I felt like you weren't just spitting the piece. You were spitting the piece that I needed to hear, and I thank you for that. You're very welcome. I just sprung that out, and like I said, I remixed it, so I wanted to put it on. That was dope. Dope dot com. Rebel P. Jones, what you got for our big brother Dexter? Hey, sorry to say this. Rebel got disconnected. He will be calling back in. But C double thirty four music, man. That was phenomenal, man. The puns. The messages, I mean, damn, you did the damn thing, sir. Thank you very much. And on much, behalf of my co-host, I have to say this for you, Dex, because you might not know, we got pummeled last night with snow. Like we had all, we already had, we had two feet, and then some of it melted, and then we got another like 14 inches last night, and we actually have snowstorms, not just snowfall, snowstorms in the forecast for the next four days. And Rebel and I was talking earlier, our phone calls dropped like four times due to the fact that of this storm. So I'm glad that I'm hoping he heard your entire piece. But on, on our behalf, me and him, we loved it. I didn't get to hear the entire piece. Oh, that's, I'm so glad. I was so scared. Uh, oh. Yeah, I miss. I'm sure I missed the. Um, I missed the end of it. Well, you know, I hope we I can't control it. Mother Nature. All we can do is us. So we want to thank yeah. you, Clarence yeah. Bruce and Junior on Facebook. C Double Thirty Four Music and Friends is the page on Facebook. If you're not already there, join. So also SoundCloud and MixCloud, what he does is he takes snippets of us doing spoken word from on long, like, like Rebel and I tonight, um, and sets them to music in a way that you would think that we were all together at the same time in the same studio and we're not, none of us are in the same state. So we're <laughs> humbled, grateful, and thank you. Yo, I caught your music soul child reference, Clarence, and I know that's one of your favorite artists in in singing. So um, I was listening, and I I did catch. I think I've heard your piece before, and I did catch almost the whole thing. I think. Look, I saw music soul child three times in concert and didn't even know that. I love it. Yeah, I saw him in person one time. So yeah, definitely. All right, so y'all going to I love your taste and I love your deliveries, man. Your deliveries are becoming very fluid compared to, say, where you and I were a couple of years ago. You, yeah, you showed great confidence. confidence. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, you slowed down and found your confidence. I'm going to say this for people who don't understand the math. If it wasn't for the muses, me, Rebel, and Clarence would have never met each other. Think about that. Yes, probably. True. That is probably Mm -hmm. true. That is true. (laughs) Yes. 
So I, I don't want to hold you up. I love one mic. Hey, one love one mic. I don't want to hold you up. Talk later, brother. Hey, this show is, yeah, definitely feeling the energy here tonight. You know, uh, yeah, those habanero wings are imported from the United Kingdom from a factory. Everybody got their gloves on. They got their mask on. One dude was booted out the window for not wearing his gloves. He ain't touched nothing. You know, he might have been fired that day. Sorry, buddy. But we got all <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like me for a minute. I swear I heard my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. But, uh, yeah, people, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a music break. But when we come back, it's going to be Mama O. It's going to be 903-614-832. I see y'all in the building, 346. You know, we appreciate Everybody for tuning in to DSR all damn day.
Yo, DJ. DJ Kane Spade, yeah, we're back at DSR Presents, the all-star radio show with your host, Gina Storm, and co-host, Rebel Pete Jones. Subject matter, tell us what your muses are, who inspires your pen, is open mic at DSR all damn day. I mean, was Mariah Carey singing to me? I don't know if she felt like she was singing to me. But we back. We back. <laughs> I love Mimi. So if she wasn't singing to you, she was singing to me or Rev or Mama the Daisy. So whoever is on the mic, I think that what Mariah wanted us to understand is the same thing that I say all the time, that if you can sing or rap, or you're a spoken word artist, you have lyrics. If I could sing, I wouldn't talk. I would me you when you call my phone. So I thank God that um, he didn't allow me to be Mariah Carey. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you go ahead and Google that song and what inspired it, and I guarantee you're going to find Rebel P. Jones. <laughs> Me too. I I'll promise you, I felt that. You know what I'm saying? I'm from a big <laughs> family. My first ex-husband, my father, my um, my uncles, my cousins, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was, um, my bro- one of my brothers we all, all did their, um, paid their debt to their country and served in the military. So, I love all of y'all, baby. Oh man! Oh, is my is my brother from another mother? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's definitely going down here tonight. You know, uh, I ain't shedding no tears. Or if I do shed a tear, it's probably because of these habanero wings. You know, spicy as hell. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, next up, we gonna bring in the one and only. I call her the mother of poetry. I call her the gangster granny. I call her the uh, all around queen. Is Mama O in the DSR building? Mama O the Daisy. Hey, Mama. Hey. You there, Mama? Mama, oh, you there? <clears throat> Mama, all the days, can you hear us? I can hear you, but my phone keeps going back on mute by itself. I don't know what's going on. I was I'm sorry, Mama. <laughs> Right, we we know what happens. Kane Spade gave you all the accolades. Rubble P and I were just simply saying, hello, Mama. Yes, I was answering, but every time I look up, my phone was back on mute again, so I don't know what's going on. But um, I'm here, and I want to tell Clarence that that piece just really touched me all over. Um, right. I mean, yes, man, that was like, wow. That's probably about, uh, I'm your high beams in the, I'm your high beams in the night when, when you, and he just had some, he had some lyrics in there that just, just all over the place. 
and I I I really <laughs> was feeling that. Yeah, Maestro. Yeah, I was feeling it. So uh, my muses are um, in music, Jamaican music, uh, puts me in my uh, space to write. Like uh, like I'm the all-round queen. I'm the all-round queen, stuff like that. I wrote back in the 70s. They call me Ola Jay-Z. I'm the all-round queen. People say I can do anything. I'm raising up my children with a reciprocity, the religion that I love to have, the principality. You don't know what it means? Get the dictionary. I'm raising my children to have reciprocity. I have two children, and I am a mommy. I once father died, so I turned daddy. All-around queen, they call me all-around queen. I went to Jamaica. They treat me very nice. They give me little peas, and they give me little rice. But one thing I know eat is no damn fish eye. This I make I cry. You give me a stage, I'm an entertainer. You give me a hammer and I am a carpenter. You see me, you see me, I mean no easy. I go by the name of Ola Daisy. People me no like me, no talk to them. People me no like me, no eat them friends. Yeah. Under the sycamore tree. Yes. You see, the elders in the community can sit under the tree and see more than a youngster that climbs up to the top on the branches. They call me all-round queen. They call me all-round queen. Lord have mercy, I can do anything. I have two children, and I am a mommy. I one father died, so I turned daddy. I don't mind boasting and getting up in your grill. I'm like a retainer. I'm the maintainer. I keep you straight. All around queen, they call me all around queen. Uh, people say I can do anything. It's true. People mean no like me now, talk to them. Uh, people mean no like me now, keep them friends. Because you see me ain't no phony. If we don't like you, we just ignore you. Like you never lived or nothing. Like you never came to life. At least you never come in my life. The reality is you got to treat people right. Under the sycamore tree. Yes, that's where you'll find the elders sitting quietly in the peace and tranquility trying to figure out this madness. Because you see, a lot of things can be your muse. Like when Trump was in the political seat of the presidential arena and we were all in harm's way, living in the chaos and mental illness was at large. Like who's on first and no one's in charge. When the bases were loaded, and the content of his character was not showing, proving him to be impeachable. He was unteachable. His God mind was unreachable, pretending to be all-knowing while his ignorance was glowing. Lies were being shattered. Ignorance, innocence placed in the way of harm. Patriarchs and soldiers unarmed, 
guardians of the universe stand steadfast. They have heard no alarm. Standing bravely, untrustingly sold, placed in the arms of harm. Tears fall, tails tall, harming us all. But must they, must we all stay in harm's way? In peace. Mama, don't laugh at the sound effects. I swear, you just got to know that they're coming. Um, I need to let Rebel and Kane Spade in on something. Mama hit me, a, I don't know, like four hours before showtime and was like, today's Wednesday. I was like, uh-huh. She was like, did y'all get snow? I said, we did. She said, my power was out for seven hours, and I had on, you know, layers of clothes. I had on layers of clothes and, you know, cold and everything in the house. And all I could think was, I wish you lived in Illinois. I got people. <laughs> I feel like you're in Ohio without people. So I, I love you like you're one of my, because you know I have a lot of moms. Um, my moms call you mama. My grands <laughs> call you gangster granny. My, <laughs> my friends know that I have a mom in the poetry community but the reality is this you know you survive that because you're strong and people ask this all the time how is it that you do the things that you do and I tell them because I'm cut from cloth that's discontinued Uh I have a mom in the poetry community that's one of a kind she made me look at her you're one of my muses, too, so I love you, Mama, all the days. People are always like, you got a thousand mamas, really? Yeah, this is my poetry, Mom. Don't play with me. I will fight all you. Right. Trying to be a good person, but I'm going to give the mic to Rebel P because I know. But what you're going to do, you're not going to make me cry. You're not going to make me cry. Don't cry, Mama. Stop. Okay, Rebel, fix it, fix it, because I'm making Mama cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Are you still here, Rab? Kane Spade, can you get can you bring Mama all the days you back? Because I wasn't trying to upset her. I just wanted to let her know how much I love her. Hello. Oh, I got disconnected you. again yet again, I got disconnected. Hello. Okay, so I'm in Illinois. Mama Oladeji is in Ohio. Rebel P. Jones is in Michigan. Um, we are being pummeled right now with winter. <laughs> There's so much snow on the ground right now. I, I, I had people who cleaned my, like my sidewalk was clean. I took my own trash out. The, the steps had um, rock salt on it. And we got over a foot of snow last night, and we have snow in the floor crest for the next four years. 
four days. And my mom, well, Daisy lost power for seven hours. And Rebels in Michigan, his call keeps dropping. So do you understand what the Midwest is getting right now? Well, this is what we call, because it's winter, foot to ass. This is foot to ass. Winter is putting her foot in our ass. That's all I got. <laughs> Sorry, I keep getting disconnected. It's okay, babe. Mama just finished her piece, and I was giving her her love feedback and flowers. I heard her piece. I just when I went to go comment on it after I got unmuted, I dropped my call. Absolutely. I love my mother's piece. And I love her little reggae, little reggae rap um, yeah. hook she did in that, between verses. I'm all dope. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. We love you, Mama. That was that was awesome. Brown in. You know, um, we, we don't want to keep you all up all night, but we want to try to get a speed route. You. If you can hang out, please stay with us. Kane Space is going to let us know who's next in queue if we're going to go to a music break. Yes or no, it doesn't matter. It's just that I need you all to hang out with us because I, I'm Gina Storm, and that's Rebel P. Jones, and we're the hosts of this show, but the all-stars of all of you. Thank you, Mama. Right. Oh, thank you. I loved it. I loved doing it. I love when my baby girl is on the host scene, and I love Rebel's piece, and I love his hosting. And I love Kane Spade because he always bigs me up and makes me feel like I'm somebody important. I mean, you know, I mean. You important. are important. <laughs> you are important. I love like, your language. She said somebody important. <laughs> <laughs> you are very important. I'm glad to hear you sounding better from the last time I heard you, Mama. Oh, my God, yes. She's been through a lot, but she's very strong. I tell people all the time, if strong is all you got, you better do it to the best of your ability because I learn from the person who does it better than anybody. Thank you, Mama Ola Daisy, for making yes, me know thank that. God. Thank God. I, I thank God for all of you Thank you so much. We love you. Absolutely. So stay with us if you can, and if you got to go, we understand. But um, we're going to try to get all the callers I'm not, in. I'm not got to go. I'm not got to go. Hey, you not got to go? I'm going to tell Josh <laughs> you said that. Look, at sir going to be like, what did, what did the granny say? <laughs> I'm not got to go. I'm here for the As long as you don't have to, please stay no. with us. We love you. Mama, see you in a bit. Okay. All right, Mama. Bye-bye. One love, one mic. One love, one mic. Hey, wait, do we a music break or the next caller? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Mama O for calling in here tonight, you know, going through what she's going through. I mean, yeah, it is... Winter storm is kicking all of our asses. You know, last week when it hit me, I was out there shoveling. It was mountains of it. I got a workout in. Cussed at the snow. You know, it's only a powdery substance. But it knew it knows that I cussed at it. But uh, yeah. 
But definitely shout out yeah. to Mama O'Call and making that time to share that piece with us tonight. I mean, I appreciate it. Respect to the all-around queen. Now, we do got more callers in the building, 903-614-832 and 346. So coming up next, 903. All right. Hello, Gina Storm, Kane Spade, and Rebel P. Jones. How are y'all doing? Hello, hello. We're all right. How you doing? Happy Wednesday. It's all it's almost Thursday in, in most time zones. I'm Central Standard Time, so it's 1122 here. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I'm Central as well. This is Eric Shulman, by the way. Sorry, it's been a while. Oh, Eric, hello. Uh, look, hold on. Let me say something to Eric, because I always hear you on Nyla's at the Speaking <laughs> of the Cafe. And that's yeah. my sister. You know, we, we have mother. Uh, Mama Oladeji is our mom. And so, yeah. so so this is what this is what Nala does when she don't see no 815 number, which is my area code, in the queue. She'll hit mm-hmm. Mama Oladeji and say, where's my sister? <laughs> and then Mama Oladeji <laughs> will say, let me check on her. And then once she does, I call in. And she was like, tell my sister to raise her hand. So I thank you because every time I show up at the Speakeasy Cafe, you're there dedicating poetry to someone named Gina. That's not me. And all I can say is, oh, I love you. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's real. Eric, you are awesome. Thank you for coming through. Um, We're the DSR All-Stars only because of our callers. So, you know, I'm the host, Jenna Storm, and, and my co-host, Rebel P. Jones. We come on here and we do this because we love poetry. And we're simply asking, what are you doing? And it's fun. It absolutely right. is. It's just like a regular right. conversation. It's not even hosting. <laughs> right. It is fun. Awesome. This is what me and Gina do on the phone regularly. Right. Oh yeah, and Eric. Eric is also my friend. He's not just a poet that I know. He's not just a poet that I share with Nala and Mama Oladeji. Eric Shellman would check on me or check in with me every day for months, and I was going through something that was so turbulent. He didn't even have a clue because I wasn't sharing. I was just surviving. And he mm-hmm. made that possible for me. So if I list my muses, you're on that list. Well, thank you so much. You're on my list, too. I, I did write you a poem, too. Oh, I yeah. I, I, I swear, if it wasn't for you, there were some days that I didn't feel <laughs> like I was going to make it. And then I heard well, from you, and I was like, you know what? Let me get myself together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, That's I what we're you. here for. We're here That's to it. check we're on each other, honesty. you know? Everybody says <laughs> it, but not all people do it. This is this yeah. he's, this is in conversation for him. I need people who are listening. He's living this. He mm-hmm. has held me up on days when I didn't feel like I could go forward. And right. he didn't even do it at the time. He was just being himself genuinely. 
And sometimes that's enough. I'm going to cry. So the mic in the stage is yours. All right. Sorry. You're welcome. Sorry to make you cry. All right. To the poet, where's your book so you may read, lead, and take heed to the reeds, weeds, and deeds of time, which wail out in an ultimate inseparable pleasurable thing as they bear the steeds of rhythm and rhyme, rhyme it in and out of a snail's prevailing trail of slime. Time, it will uh, time it with thought-shattering shouts of plowman's mute-mouthing mime, record it in a woody cord full of board boards and hordes of hordes that are overflowing with striving, constriving, and hiving widows which meet their mates in a meadow in a meadow of a sea of fellows listen listen to it glisten as the viewer's blemishes of rubbish gaze his eyes upon the sun's illumination of the oracle that is perched on the roof of a wishing well speak it aloud continuously until it is heard from every peak of every mount and to make those whom cringe singe and tinge at every syllable rhyme rhythm form word letter and sentence to revere this poem to have been written by a freak however they never cease to flourish you with several loads of toads which are clad with well-embodied pieces of gold silver and teak read it which talks about the rights to fight and mankind's plights and rights of sprites with their bright lights and their wilting, tilting tights. Ride it the way you see fit to do so and have it set alight without any censor in order not to cater to the reader whom is accustomed to the knowledge of simplicity while reading short, sweet, and surface meaning poems. Revise it thoroughly by not only speaking it aloud to yourself several times over, however, by allowing a multitude of people to read it, revise it, and edit it, which will help you find any errors that you might have overlooked. Preach it among everyone that you encounter, even if they will not analyze it, and reach out to grasp its meaning. Instead, they either enjoy the poem or the literal interpretation, or maybe they just see the beauty of it, uh, of how the words have been orchestrated together throughout the poem. Revere it with a severing preservation of nature, which disfigures statues of men and women that have delusions of a rapture actually occurring while others believe that this life is all there is, so why not revere every occurrence that comes your way? That's in peace. I've been a friend of yours since the first time I read your poetry 
and we're actually friends in real life, not just on social media. So uh, I love you to infinity, and that peace was everything, and it touched me. And thank you for coming through this evening because, like I said, I don't know what people's muses are, but when they share with us, we get to look deeper inside of the person. And a lot of times people hide behind a persona, a name that they use on stage or for them writing. It's their pen or and or stage name, but that's not who they are. You, you're not just walking the walk and talking the talk. You are all-encompassing and one of the best human beings that I actually know, so... Thank you. Well, you're welcome, and thanks for the platform. Truly appreciate it. I'll try to be coming more on when I can. Sometimes I forget, too. So. Every other Wednesday but, yeah. night, I'll make sure that I send you a message, and I appreciate you. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely welcome, and thank you. Yeah, I would appreciate that, too. I'm glad you like my piece. I actually wrote that piece back in college, but... It gives wow. uh, the reader. And the wonderful thing about it is, like Nyla said, sometimes your vibe just attracts your tribe. She said, Jimmy used to say that all the time. And I was like, oh, what is that, a hashtag? Is that a quote of yours? And I was like, no, nah, it's like real life. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm talking about? So yeah, this I is do. <laughs> it up here. Yeah. Because right. Nyla's actual sister. Mama Oladeji is my actual mother. Rebel B. Jones is my actual brother, and so are you. And so the reason that y'all are here is because it's not just something people say. It's reality. I love you. That's right. I love one take. Rebel, you got something to add? I know we have to get to the rest of the callers, but I just wanted to uh, love yeah. Eric because uh, yeah. he's here for me, and sometimes I didn't think I was going to pull through. <laughs> I didn't even hear Eric. I didn't even hear Eric. I got disconnected yet again. Oh, man. <laughs> this, this is getting irritating because this keeps happening every couple of minutes now. Rebel, it, it's the snow. We don't have control over that. You know what? People, every time the weather's messed up somewhere, people be hitting me like, for real, during the storm? Bruh, I don't control <laughs> blizzards, <laughs> rain, or tsunamis, or hurricane. That's not my you dig. I'm Gina Storm. <laughs> and I always say this, Gina with an E, storm like inclement weather. But I... I'm sunshine on a rainy day. I'm sorry that you think that I'm the reason that you're going through what you're going through. Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <With me. laughs> that was so bad. No, no, no. The beauty of it is this. Um, Eric's is always at the Speakeasy Cafe. Rebel tries to go every opportunity he gets. Even if I don't yeah. raise my hand, I will text my sister Nyla and say, look, I'm listening because I need poetry to, you know, like hold me together right now. But I can't share. So I'm just grateful the platform is here on Thursday nights. So, yeah, we, we, we do what we must because we're human, men and right. women. 
before we are poets or anything else. And the reality is we have to take care of the whole person. And I just need the listeners to know this. I'm Gina Storm. Me and Rebel P. Jones are the hosts of this show, but the all-stars are the callers, the poets who call in. And this all-star right here has got me through some stuff I didn't think I would survive, so thank you. You're absolutely welcome. Thanks for the platform. Thanks for everything you all do. Love you too, Gina Storm, Kane Spade, and Rebel Pete Jones. And I'll try to be on next uh, next week. And, Two weeks. Uh, Every other week. Every other Wednesday. Oh, but the week. odd okay. week when we're not here, you should come to, there, there's a show where the, the poetry is grown and sexy. And that's Black Rose. Uh, I was here sexy. last weekend, but both okay. hosts and the co-hosts weren't there. And Kane Spade closed the show because he didn't feel right. Right. I'll make you aware of every show that we have available, and it, if it yes, comes to fruition, come through. And if not, yes, no, Rebel and I will be here every other Wednesday. Right. Yes, I definitely will do. Thank you all so much. Have a great night. Hopefully the the storm and winter uh, lets up. It's actually like 37 <laughs> degrees yeah. in, in Texas. It's Look, going the winter is giving us the business right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Thank it's you. all over the U.S. It's crazy. Oh, well, yeah, the whole country is getting pummeled. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. Well, you're absolutely welcome. Thanks for having the show. Thanks for everything you do for me and uh, everything you do for every other poet as well, allowing us to come on the show. I love let you. all the other poets come. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a good one. One mic. One love, one mic. All right, all right. Shout out to Mr. Showman right there, man. Appreciate you supporting tonight's show <laughs> and the other show right there. You know, that last show, you know, our host got into a little accident. We had to cancel. It didn't feel right. Because the team wasn't in the building with me. You know what I, I love about you, Kane? Sometimes people be like, the show must go on. And then there's other times when people say, we need to be people. Because the man in you wouldn't allow you to continue a show where one of the hosts was, was in a situation that you didn't even know what the outcome was going to be. So you did the right thing, and I love that because a lot of times people forget how to people. You're good people. Indeed, I appreciate that. And uh, definitely shout out to Black Rose and Sexy Sash. Their show is next week. DSR presents Smoking Out the Dark, Grown and Sexy like the host said, Gina Storm. And we're going to keep it moving at 614. Hello, hello. This is Kelly Connor. Can y'all hear me? Hello? 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 Thank you for coming through. We appreciate you. Hello? Hi. I I got cut off. 
I don't know if you heard um, this Kelly Connor. I didn't hear anything after that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelly. This is Gina Storm. I'm here with my co-host, my brother in rhyme and crime, Robert P. Jones, with our DJ Kane Spade. We're the DSR All-Stars, but the only reason that that's possible is because of all of you. The callers mm. are the All-Stars. We're just the host. Hey, oh. baby. Hi, hi. Thank you. (laughs) I think this this Ohio weather is getting in my phone, too, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I'm in the Midwest, and so is Rebel. Rebel, Rebel's in Michigan. I'm in Illinois. Kane Spade is on the East Coast, but the snowstorm is kicking ass. (laughs) Oh, for sure, for sure. Girl, one has showed up and showed out. (laughs) (laughs) It sure did. It sure did. Well, I'm really enjoying the show, and I'm glad to um, be able to participate in it tonight. Yeah. Glad to have you here. You know, sometimes Rebel's here, sometimes Kane is here. I don't know what's going on because of the weather, but the reality is this. I decided to use my landline versus my cell phone to host the show tonight (laughs) because I realized that even sometimes when the Wi-Fi is not quite right, my call will not drop. So I'm trying to, you know, talk about staying in the matrix. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, my piece is really short, so... What inspires your pen or your voice on a mic? Because I'm a freestyle spoken word artist, and Rebel usually spits a piece that he wrote. And, and that's what most poets do who do spoken word. But I'm, I'm a freestyle spoken word artist. I'm also a poet. So what's it, what inspires your pen? Because my pen is inspired by a number of things, people, places, smells, sounds, colors. So what makes it... Mm. Well, for you to tell you, for me, it's passion. I used to write a lot from pain, but now it's passion in music. So that's uh, okay. Th- those are my muses, and that's um, what inspired my piece for tonight. So we're not going to hesitate. We have a lot of calls in queue. Mm-hmm. I'm so you're here with us, so I'm simply going to say, the stage of the mic is yours. All right. This is called, You Are My Music. I can express everything it is about you. I could describe your body in a presentation, but honestly, I don't want to share my knowledge of you and how your body works just for me. The way you move to my music and mine alone. My composition, you are completely and totally the sweetest sound. What audience? I don't notice anyone or anything but you around. Just know the way my body responds to you and only you. I wasn't even quite ready. The way your body moves to my choreography... Mm. The way the music wraps itself around our body. The way I see signs of you in every syllable of a song. I need to be with you. I never miss a step with your hand. I want you to dance with me. Honestly, I can't find a reason or meaning behind all of this. 
but do I really need one? And that's that piece. What I love about Kane Spade is he's our DJ. Um, He's the CEO and the founder of DSR Radio. The All-Star Show is is a reality because of him and his brainchild, but I can't ever prepare myself when I'm going here. (laughs) When the... (laughs) Um, uh, sound effects come in. I'd be like, oh, Jesus, what do I say next? (laughs) I love DJ Kane Spade. Thank you for coming on our mic and sharing with us. And if Rebel P. Jonas is back in the building, I'd like to get his commentary. And if he hasn't made it, because we're being pummeled. I don't know where you are in the country, but here in the Midwest, (laughs) winter don't care nothing about our feelings. No, it's very, not at all. Look, it's very disrespectful right now. I'm in Illinois. He's in Michigan. We got callers from Ohio. We getting humbled right now. That's right. Columbus, Ohio here. As long as you know what I'm talking about, right? It is not right. cute. <laughs> exactly. I love that piece, though. I mean, I felt like... Sometimes when you hear a poet, like, I don't even recall you being here before. This is your first time? Yes, yes. Okay, so this this was a, a diversionation. We don't go, like, ham and, and hand you your head on a platter at this network, but the reality is this. I am humbled and grateful by the fact that you chose our mic to be yours, to come on, to share anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh. Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> but um, we're trying to create here. a safe place on um, talk to you where you can come in and log into a show online or call in and share your poetry and feel like you don't you're not going to be judged or attacked. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm it. one of those people who and, and, and Rebel too because um, he's been in the military. He has PTSD, and I'm easily triggered. And as a result, it's hard for us to host a show where the poets are always giving us trauma, but you gave us hope. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> like, I, I, this is what I do. So I don't know if Rebel's going to make it back before we end the show. We normally try to do a speed round at the end where you don't announce yourself, the title of the piece, or your name, but you can say, this is so-and-so, and that's my piece, if you want to at the end, but you have to end it so that we know you're done, and that's completion, and the next person immediately in line um, is unmuted, and then it's their go. And okay. And that way you can just share another piece, Without the pop and circumstance or the feedback of the conversation, it's just simply get this off you. And I salute that because as a person who didn't always know how to navigate through trauma, 
poetry has been very therapeutic. And as a result, a lot of us know that if we can spit one piece where we get feedback and one piece we just get it off us, um, we can wake up the next day excited to see it's done rather than feeling depleted from the day previously. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we try to do a speed run. So I want to encourage you to hang out. And if we have enough poets in queue for it, we will do so. And whether or not my brother gets back in because he's in Michigan and I'm in Illinois and you're in Ohio, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Mother Nature don't give a damn about us right now. So we're getting (laughs) right. (laughs) This is the winter we didn't have last year. Right. <laughs> well, thank you again, and I really enjoyed um, coming on the show and listening to the other poets and listening to you all. Thank you as well. This is why we're here. Each one, all each right. one. We're, we're, just, we're, we're trying to be the change that we want to see in the world. That's all. That's right. That's right. One mic at a time. That's why we say one love, one mic. One love, one mic. They definitely, definitely. Shout out to Kelly Connor in the building. We appreciate you calling in. Uh, it looks like Rebel Pete Jones will not be on for the rest of the show. Uh, hopefully everything is good on his end. Shout out to the DSL familiar during this uh, winter night. All right, so... Next up in the building, we're going to go to 832. Hey, 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 yo, what's up, DSR? How y'all feeling tonight? We all right, Aziz, the pulmonologist? Let me find out. Look, 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 I was like, I said, let me find out. You called in to see what... What what it do? Yeah, we we were actually asking our callers to tell us if there was a person, place, or thing, something, some place that they write, some place that they feel comfortable, some place where they can be who they are, that it that they feel like that situationship is their muse. It doesn't have to be an individual. It doesn't have to be a location. It doesn't have to be a vibe. Sometimes it's a smell or a color. You never know. But the reality is we're asking it because we all know that there are different things that make our pen move and it possible for we, us to do what we do on the mic. So what, what do you yeah, use yeah. Well, that's, that's a very good question. But here's the thing. Uh, the beauty in being a poet, uh, uh, the beauty in us as poets is, I, and I always say this, is that we live our life based on poetry. Well, let me rephrase that. Our poetry is based on our lives because we live our poetry, our life on a poetry-based mechanism. And so everything that we do as poets, everything that we see, we find a way to beautify it, even our losses, you know. And so with that being said, um, it, it's just the things that I deal with uh, in life, you know, my losses, my wins, my failures, my triumphs, um, you know, everything, you know, um, 
um, money, uh, what's going on in the world, a beautiful woman, a big ass, um, non-intelligence, intelligence, um, food, you know, it's just something that has an impact, something that has a profound impact on me. I'm always moved to create a a story or or an ode to it. That makes sense. I feel you on that. Like, honestly, because Rebel and I were having a conversation before we even had a caller on the mic and or we spit our pieces about what we've seen when we laid on the ground and looked at the sky and, and observed clouds. So I get that. I get right. Just the profound, the profound effects of everyday living. Real life. That's real life. Right. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is my friend. He's a poet, a scholar, a gentleman, a husband, a father, and a good individual. He's a whole human being that I'm proud to call a friend in my life. Um, Oh, wow. Thank you so much. For real, Robinson, you, sir, have made it possible. (laughs) For me to just even feel like shining was a necessity. Yes, um, it's an honor. It's always told me an the honor. lady KRS one, and I don't know how many right. of y'all hype heads, but when he called me that, I cried <laughs> because <laughs> I yeah, love KRS one. I'm like never. But yeah, a real hip hop head understands. Right, I always say this: a real hip hop understands. Poetry, I'm, right? I'm like he was like, you don't just you know, spit a piece off the dome. You spit a piece off the dome that makes sense and teaches a lesson that make people happy that they want right. right. black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in real yeah. life. And, and you put your feeling <laughs> in it. And so and that's just how K R S one do. And you know, right. is, you know, he, he I've been down with K R S one since the eighties, so you know, um so I, I when like this I kid called me that. the female KRS one, I was done. So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> there, there's there is none better. So whenever you're no ready, doubt, no doubt. I see. Shout out to Kane State. I know you're in the background. The, the, the mic and <laughs> stage is yours. <laughs> Thank you very much. <clears throat> this piece I call perfect. Perfect. It's out of reach, but me, I would never cease to seek to be better. Because God won't let me forget that much better is in me. Been breathing for five decades. Approaching that age, not quite of cage rage, but timid regret at the mistakes I've made, the prices I've paid, and ultimately the path I've laid. As if being young with heavy nuts hadn't already fucked me up. I got knocked on my butt trying to take life shortcuts. Man, life shortcuts. Even now as I say that phrase, that burden weighs on my tongue a ton. I asked God about these shortcuts. He simply said, son, there are none. Life was mine to take by the horns, but when it charged, I compressed that power, counting coward in a path to the destruction flowered. Jail cells, jumpsuits, three hots, and a cotton door slam locked was all I got. I was a loved one forgotten, and I try not to be anchored by these character constructors. 
a disgusted motherfucker flustered with disappointment but driven by prosperity. Curves of life, riddled with black ice, sharpened my binocularity. I now begin to see that it's in my character to be a forceful movement, improvement in my faith, because when my faith gets misplaced every fucking time I catch a case, and behind those gates I trace back to the fact that I come from a race of kings and queens, from the pyramids to the nose rings, rulers of the land, powerful beings it seems, I need to seek out this force that drives my ancestors' thirst. You see, because I was African first, then American at birth. African first, then American at birth. To me, that's the strength of a generation that ruled like lions and slayed like tigers, but yet we straight traded our spears for books and our strength is inside of our brains. And they steady trying to tell us shit has changed. And why the fuck y'all ain't tamed these punk-ass police, these streets? I can't say they made me or raised me, but they gave me crazy insight in Light of battles won and loved ones lost. I traded my soul to be a boss at the cost of county jails and then state-funded vacations. My education comes from knowledges from street colleges, so now I just breathe as a pulmonologist. But still, perfect is out of reach. For me, I, I would never cease to seek to be better because God won't let me forget that much better is in me, and that's that drip. If I ever thought there was a time in my life in which you wouldn't tell me who you were, of the things you went through, that strife. I wouldn't even understand and appreciate the fact that you already invited the queen into your life and she became your queen. The only thing that I could even touch was let me know that this was the real thing. You ain't doing this for status, not for likes, not for shares, not for follows, no. You're doing it for real. And I love that. Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. And I promise you, this is the reason that you are that mister, because you saw something inside of me that I didn't think I was gifted. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. You don't even know the half. That's I promise like, you, no, no, really, you do know, yeah, you do I, know, I, I, you yeah, just don't know yeah, that I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's something that I envy, envy in you. That that's a talent that that I really envy in you. Three pieces I wrote. So, so like, like, man, that that is a real, like, real talent <laughs> I respect from the bottom of my heart. So that's like, 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 real shit. That 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 is mm-hmm. just a. Uh, a cold ass talent. So, <laughs> Aziz, Big the up. reality is, that everybody wants something they don't have. No, I don't want to. I've always tried to be a freestyle artist. Like back in high school, when we used to be on the lunch tables. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, you know what I mean? I've been like, I've always been, been like, you know. Trying to freestyle, I, you know, I got a little freestyle about me. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. I mean, I am the pulmonologist, but however, the way you do it flawlessly, and it, it like you said, like it makes sense, and it, you know, hey, and it, and it flows. It's all and, you I know got. I mean? and, 
You understand what I'm saying? I'm playing the hand I was dealt. Yeah, right, right. Right. you know that that I know I, I really like I said I really envy that in you so I, you know that like blessings to that and man just keep up the good work with that man keep 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 doing what you're doing. You make me believe in me, so thank you. Right. I do, yeah, because because you know I believe in you. You know what I mean? So hey. Well, if you believe in me, I don't have to like for real for you <laughs> holding me up like I could be out here dangling, but you got me. Probably no, don't. Day, really. I, my brother, <laughs> I probably knowledge just because Jip the Mike is a network that made it a possibility for me to shine. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, you know what? We had Michael Collier on the show uh, the Sunday before last. I, I tried to post it. Uh, I didn't think you seen it, but yeah, we had him on the show, man. It was a funny ass show. Oh, I was a funny ass. Show. Look, I've been going through some stuff, but that's my dude. I have to watch the archives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's funny as hell. Yeah, he's funny as hell. It was on Facebook. Uh, it was uh, on Facebook. That one was the one that was done out of the studio on Sundays. So you need to check it out. He was actually in studio. So I promise you had more comedians on there that made me say, "Hold on, let me go sit on the toilet now. I can listen." For my pee. I'm 52. I ain't no baby. Right. Yeah. Real shit. <laughs> But, man, blessings to DSR, man. Shout out to K Spade. I'm going to get all the body here, man. One mic for love. We're going to thank the CEO of Drip the Mic Network, um, Aziz the Pulmonologist Robinson himself, him and Subliminal, his partner in crime, Rhyme in Love, his wife, um, are holding that network now. And, I, and all I can say is this. They gave me an opportunity to host the show solo, and I had never been given that before. And um, Aziz, the pulmonologist, dubbed me Lady KRS-One, and I felt like that was the highest accolade I've ever given. So Rebel P. Jones and Kane Spade, I don't know who we got next, but I have been blessed. Indeed, indeed. Definitely shout out to Drip the Mic right there. Aziz, the pulmonologist, did his thing. It was definitely... An explosion of lyricism. Next in the building, we bring in 346. Hey, how y'all doing? Good evening, everybody. Hey, it's Robert P. Jones. Who do you have on the mic? Nah, this is yours truly. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let me break this down for Rebel. So, Rev, you know I got a huge family. Older brothers, younger brothers, same age brothers. Um, Yours truly calls in from Houston, Texas, wherever seen the storm is. And I don't know anybody who is not related to me by DNA who does that. So all I can say is thank you, sir, and welcome to DSR. You guys are the all-stars. We're just the host. I'm your humble host, Gina Storm, and this is my partner in rhyme and crime, Rebel B. Jones, my brother from another mother. How you doing, Rebel P.? 
Uh, yeah, Rebel wasn't able to come back. It's on Eugene hey, Stone. because of the weather. Also, we're, we're in the middle of a blizzard. So that's Kane Spade, our DJ. Thank you, um, Brother Kane Spade, for coming on in, in Rebel's um, absence. But I'm just going to give the stage and the mic to you. What we're asking this evening of the poets is, what are your muse and our muses? There are lots of people and or things, places, colors, smells, songs that make it possible for me to be in the storm, but what does it for you? Um, honestly, my muses are my parents, and it's it's probably the most, um, I guess, negative thing about my parents in my eyes. So I've been doing poetry over 20 years, and my parents have never come to a show. I've performed all over the country, in like four different countries. I've been number two poet, number one poet in tech. I've I've done very good on my resume, but um, yeah, my parents. So I guess getting that good job from my parents would probably be the biggest stamp of of solidification and accomplishment for me. And so until I get that, I continue to write and I continue to uh, study, uh, listen, seek out mentors, and perform as best as I can. Understood and appreciated. I love that. Um, You know, I've been your big sister for a minute, and everywhere I am, I promise you if I send you the link, or the uh, the flyer or whatever. I, I people don't even understand the math on this. Like we are not biologically related. <laughs> but this is my little brother from Houston, who comes on wherever I'm at and shares. So I love that. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is my brother from another mother in Houston, Texas. Yours truly. It's his pen and stage name. You can find him on social media, on Facebook specifically, as Stan Boone. Um, I love him to infinity and beyond. And I'm your host this evening at the All-Stars for DSR, Tina Storm. In the absence of my co-host, Rebel B. Jones, we simply want to say the mic and the stage is yours, sir. I'm an unwilling, non-weapon-wielding warrior raised religious. In a religion where we bow our heads in prayer, say amen, and then commence to keep on sinning again. Fake faith-dripping fools that fail to mention their true intentions but beg for Christ to be with us as we falsely date just to fornicate and say that God will forgive us. We witness our fellow brothers and sisters mingle just because both parties are single, betting a leaning, lingering Jenga stack of unprotected Pringles that it'll work out knowing their poor condition, spiritual fitness. We claim to mind our business shit when they finish that courtship route without rings being divided and handed out. The mouth gospel is harder than Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in a church house, but claim to search out lost souls outside the temple and maintain that it's in Jesus' name. It'd be more simple to first check on your own mental than down to the rest of reality. Your spirituality can trinkle, iron out the wrinkles in finding your true purpose. Or that other search is proven more worthless than a doctor challenging a three-year-old to read a script written in cursive. Now, I know I ain't perfect, but do you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? 
or are you still listening in old English? Maybe you don't believe it even though you've seen it. A biblically baptized Baptist babble about the Bible, taking a stand on what they don't understand. And when you speak and seek to God, their eyes are biased to now see you as rival. Recognize the lies and don't be surprised when they replies be spiteful and unlike you. Understand they never even liked you. Just a bunch of fast-talking false prophets, but prophets that are too slow to listen, but are quick to say grace, show face, and pray that they be seen as Christian and possibly graduate to deacon's assistant, and that's where we different. For I'm not tempted at making entrance, nor am I too worried about my ascension. To me, what's divinely destined to be will eventually happen. And I understand when I fraction 10% of my pension, I know it goes to fuel the pastor's jet fuel as he rations some to his captain, and I ain't snapping because that's not for me to worry about. I just stick to doing my part. I may not always have the good book in my hands, but I hold his word in my heart. I even pass the plate of faith around to those who need to hear it. Because I tried it, liked it. Now my everyday diet contains the fruits of his spirit, and I wear it as a badge of honor. Anytime I'm honored to speak on a mic, stand on a stage, be allowed to perform before a crowd so my truth can reach any age, but honestly, I got a nervousness taken out of Moses' page. But see, each day God provides a way for me to cruise through. Thus, I choose to consider myself spiritual and not intrude into any religion that is quick to exclude you. Still, I encourage you to do what's best for yourself if it behooves you. Just don't get caught up in the who's who of the church or when they're quick to include you. For it is he who stands on the highest throne alone that will make a way if you continue to let him use you. Let the church say amen. Phone go out. Um, hello. So I had to um, actually mute and unmute myself so I could gather myself. And all I could think and say was this. You know, a lot of times people confuse religion and spirit and spirituality. There are a lot of people who are spiritual and they're not religious. A lot of people who are religious and they're not spiritual. And when you understand how to separate the two and do what you need to do, then you move forward. And I believe that you found the balance between the two worlds. Yes. I salute that. Thank you. I used to struggle with a lot of things that I didn't even speak out loud. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I would be like, I know how I feel. I know how I was raised. Do you know what I'm talking about? So it wouldn't mm-hmm. even matter. Right, right, that part. So all I can say is um, I love the fact that you follow me because I, I do not feel like I'm a shepherd 
or you're part of my flock. But the reality is this. I believe that there is something inside of you that speaks to something that's inside of me and makes it a possibility for us to always end up on the same microphone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. That part. <laughs> I thank you for always keeping me in tune. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. So it's all good. Um, yeah. KFA, I don't know how many callers we have left. I don't even know if we're going to do a speed round. All I know is that yours truly is my guy. Stan Boone on Facebook. Uh, and I ha- we, I don't even know how long we've been friends. I would have to research it. But the reality is this, his spirit, his energy, and his poetry speaks to mine. But we're family. Hey, definitely, definitely, man. Uh, yours truly, man. You know, while you were spitting that piece right there, you know what I was thinking, man? What's up, brother? I was thinking, if you was to spit that inside a church, and I'm talking about one of those churches, you know, those fake-ass preachers, you know, <laughs> putting out fake-ass messages. At a mega church, yeah, that, that kind. One of them mega-jaws, they got the big bank account, the preacher with the big-ass gold chain and shit. You know he's fake as hell. Anyway... If you was to spit that piece, I think all of them would shut up. I would, I would have you on stage, and I would just pass you a note. Just tell him, don't do that Holy Spirit bullshit on me. I don't care. Am I going to get striked down? All right, wait a minute. It's in the snow. But... <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it, man. You know, because that's what... Made me think, and I'll be watching them shows too. The uh, it's uh, it's a show on uh, HBO Max with uh, all the uh, fake preachers or the, the preacher. He started off real, but then his family twisted the message. Really terrible. You're right. I I know what you're talking about, Kane Spade, for real. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was thinking, man. I, that piece right there would strike lightning to those who uh, need to be shut down. All those fake preachers, you know, you're not in it to spread a message. You're not in it to spread the word of God. You're not in it to enhance humanity. You're just in it for yourself. You're running a business, yeah. Yeah. That, that part, the business of religion. I, I, my, I have an uncle. My, my dad's brother is uh, a pastor of a church that my entire family on my dad's side belongs to. And when they have me to perform, I charge them the fee that I charge people. I'm not talking about nonprofits, schools, and churches. I charge them the fee that I charge people who have me to come to their venue, their club, their event space. You know why I make a difference between the two? Because he doesn't understand the difference between the two. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah, one more thing before you go, yours truly, and I think you know what I'm talking about, and that's to everybody, not just yours truly, that's to everybody. You know you got that one family member that's always full of shit and be the main one saying, yo, let me pinch a tit, I'm a pinch a tit. I'm like, you mother, see, I ain't going to cuss because we're talking about 
Yours truly, this is my man. You understand what I'm saying? Like, can't say this food. And uh, when he says something like that, you don't sleep on it. Hey, y'all, was, yeah, y'all got me today. That was that was good. But you surely speaking 150% like that. I have a few like that. And, Gina, <laughs> you were right because at my aunt's funeral, something similar like that happened. Right. Uh, it be family. They, family be out here yeah. trying to act like you ain't nobody. But they see what you're doing online. They see what you're doing, you know, in the poetry community. But they won't recognize it because you're family. Mm-hmm. Look, yep. don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was counting the family reunion out. <laughs> Pretty much. I tell people all the time, don't get beat up by no police. I'm going to ruin I'm the secret. I'm mad that y'all booked me, for real. Like, I will act, I will act a Mariah Carey. For real, y'all, y'all don't even know. Yeah, man. My much respect to you, to yours truly for that piece, man. You did truly give me something to think about, man. I appreciate that, King. Thank you so much. I love the fact that you even made King stay. Come on, because he be sitting in the back chilling. <laughs> yeah, you did that, man. But, yeah, yours truly stick around, man. We are going to have a speed round. We got a couple poets in the building. I'm sure they got some more poetry to spit. We'll do. All right. What we got next, Kansas Pay? What we got next is a music break. Then straight to the speed route. One more time, Miss Storm. Let's hear those rules. Oh, yeah. The speed round rules are very simple. You don't have to give a title, your name, or what the piece is about, or any backstory. Just simply, when you hear that you've been unmuted, spit your piece. If you want to say this is blah, 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 and that's that piece, do so. If not, don't worry about it. Trust me, we know who you are and the order in which you've been unmuted. It's a speed round simply. All we're trying to do is one and done. And we're going to do this so that we can end our show. And we appreciate all of you for following us tonight because we are the all-stars here at DSR. And the only reason this is possible is because of all of you. The callers are the all-stars. We're just the host. So thank you. Even in Rebel P. Jones' absence, I'm Gene Storm. Kane Spade is our DJ, and we're going to make it do what it do. Okay, okay, pull out the driveway, notice my gas tank's on here again. 
remember I need to get cigarettes. cigarettes. Anything to help my mind stay, so I park and walk inside. Wait, I should probably get something to drink and eat, I guess. So I finally grab a couple bags of chips. Where's the candy aisle? Oh, yeah, here it is. Which one should I get? Should I grab the Starburst or change it up and maybe grab the Twix? Mm, grab the Starburst and I started walking as I passed the garbage and I reached a fridge. I hear someone yelling at the front of the store. Probably just a homeless guy getting bored. Probably just the customer's car didn't work and now he wants to start a war. Man, I can't afford to keep buying energy drinks every day. I shut the door then turn around and as I'm heading towards the counter with my drink, I hear, hey, open up the Peek around the aisle, gun is on the fourth. Head is a man that's behind the counter. Now my heart is pounding and I'm praying to the Lord. I don't die today, I can't die today. I got things to do, trying not to shake. Plotting my escape, where's my cell phone at? Left it in my car, icing on the cake. I start crawling, I can hear him yelling. I want every penny, I want every dime. Yeah. Once you finish with the cash, open up the bag, throw some cigarettes inside. Yeah. Which ones do you want? Which ones do you want? I'm not picky, give me any kind. Give me all of them. Yeah, just toss them in. Keep it moving, no, I'm running low on time. In. I'd advise you to move a little quicker Trust me, I don't wanna have to pull the trigger I've done it before, it's not a pretty picture What, you don't believe me? I'm just playing with you Well, no I'm not, no I'm not Just do what I say, cause if you even think I'm trying to pull a fast one on me Promise you'll be sorry, oh my driver's calling I can't miss my pickup That's when I Something stupid in my jacket knocked over a can of soup in there. It got quiet. Did he hear me moving? Shh. Hold my breath. He must have heard me do it, huh? I'm assuming the noise must have made him turn his head enough to let the guy that was a gunboy grab his own gun. Now they both got weapons. Maybe I should help him sneak up slowing deck. I'm time to go. Time to go. Time to go. It's going to be a bloody miracle. Now I never got it fired. Many blessings coming in my future. Could you send them to my present? Peek around the edge and I start running at him. He don't see me coming. Does he step in close? Grab his neck and hold him. Squeezing on his throat. I'm trying to choke him in his If I'm okay, he's dialing 911. I run over to him, grab his phone, and try to help him up. It's been a robbery. The cashier was shot. He needs an ambulance. He looks kind of pale. I think he might have lost a lot of blood. Yeah, the robbers, there were two of them. Well, I'm not really sure, but they don't look so good. I'm pretty sure they're dead. Yeah, I think they're dead.
We're back at DSR All-Stars. Tell us what your muses are. Who inspires your pen? It's Open Mike. It's Gina Storm at the host. It's Rebel P on the co-host. We're missing in action. Shout out to Rebel P, Snowstorm. Messing us up, man. Damn. But it's the speed round. <laughs> DSR All-Stars. Remember... Once you hear your mic, go unmute, go in, do your thing, say your name so we'll know who you are, and keep that DSR train moving. Let's see, who's who's at the beginning? Who's, who's going to start this? Well, what? Oh, it's me? Nah, I guess it's me, man, you know. Muses, huh? Muses got me looking at a blank page Realizing as a writer There are so many paths to take To feed, to absorb But where should I go? Or where should I take you? It seems like I keep talking about the same old thing Thinking what has life have to offer me Or what do I have to offer life. After hearing this or reading this, many of you either hit the stop button, turn the page, said to hell with this guy. Someone already said this before, but in life, everything that was said in the present was already said years ago and will be said in the future. It doesn't matter what language it was. So how can I come up with something new? More importantly, who are you? Rather, who am I to question you? Ponder my existence. Science says I'm an organism. Blood, flesh, bone, skin, organs. I am a human. I am a man. We live. We die. We reproduce. Is this all we do? <laughs> Maybe. I have too many questions. However, I think when I don't have any more questions, that could be the time to fear. Where do I go from here? My fate tied to one world, one country, one state, one city. So why should I ponder so many thoughts, so many questions? Am I crazy? Could be. <laughs> is the life I have now all there is? Or am I wasting time thinking I know there is more than this? As reality presents, there is always more than everything. Anyone could possibly know. I wonder, did I take you somewhere just now? Or did you take me? Fill the page. And it's always from DSR. All damn day. Who's next? You're beautiful, brilliant, amazing. Now, have you been having images in your brain lately? The thoughts of me and you gyrating in our nakedness, generated from what I said in the first statement. It's like you've never heard this before, but I'm not here to replace your dad. I'm not here to be your man or give you the best sex you've ever had. Even though to you it would be, wait for it, 
legendary, even though I need dental work. But it seemed you deceived me anyway because my gummies bring vitamins and minerals. You told me things beyond the personal. The fact so many have hurt you so, and you described to be your perfect man, which sounds eerily similar to me, and I need Ipecac syrup as vomit insurance because you don't need to learn me. I refuse to let you earn me because my spirit is burning with discernment. You can't wear me down acting like Myrtle Urkel, and the thought of you has me shrinking like a turtle, treating me like your first as a virgin, but I'm committed to my wife, and you are not worth it. It's obvious I shouldn't have started with a compliment. I always accentuate the positives, but now look at the spot I'm in. I address you with some modesty. Girls, honestly, stop calling me. Stop bothering me. I'm developing some nausea here as you're trying to use my marriage as a mockery. I'm not that product on the shelf you should be shopping for. I know you like me, but I don't want to be on your thoughts. I'm not the model of perfection, so don't make me popular. Thank you for the compliments, but I'm not the man to pop you off. So you'll spurt miracle spring water bursting through your straight jackets. I got you crazy and manic, and I ain't even tapped that. I got you so dramatic that you stand in this amusement park in a state of panic, screaming all kinds of profanity because I won't become the man for you. I got my pussycat on my shoulders, and I heard you fell, and you're bleeding. Grab two bandages. Your victim mentality will not take advantage of me. Get your punk ass up and accept the challenges. This is my last line as I tilt my head like a racial cane and put sunglasses on. CW 34 music in stereo. Next artist, please. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Let's go. Let's do this. Can any poet worth his salt would write about history as he ought and not change the facts to what he thought? That causes reality to be distraught. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Poet. If you do not write about what you know, then you got to go. Don't take too much to know that poetry and prose is what keeps you on your toes. My words are surely burly because I wake up early to rebuke and refute and to make it plain about the games they claim. The nerve of them judging us by saying what we are deserving. Huh. When their own interests they are serving, you won't catch me napping. I'll be slapping those big harsh words in their face, in the face of the disgraceful contesting without resting, no time to be playful. Because I get up early in the morning while they are still sleeping. I'm peeping out the plan before I write. I scribe before I take a bite. I post before I sip coffee, before I eat toast, I boast. Because I flexed on this mess. Big, harsh words are my addiction. I'm smarter than these government fools because I, I pay attention. Unapologetically, I speak it my way, saying what I mean and meaning what I say. 
As a grandmother and mother and a poet, I seek and I find I also express what's on my mind. I get a sudden urge, like an electric surge, keeping me connected and protected. And, of course, I'm plugged in to the ultimate source. As I wake up early, my words are surely burly. Rebuke and refute. I am the poetess in pursuit of the truth. And my predictions are not based on fiction. I've got a God-given prescription for my addiction. So it's legal, like my words. Like I said, my words are surely burly because I wake up early to rebuke and refute. And I don't know how y'all miss this, but poetry and prose is what keeps me on my toes. Thought you knew. In case you didn't, now you do. Mama Ola Daisy, the all-round queen. I said it already. I'm saying it again. Any poet worth his salt ought to write about history as he ought. And not write about what he thought. Write about what you know. That keeps reality to be distrust. Yet, if he does, then he is. He's just not. Should or not. Do that. Don't do that. That's my piece. Butterflies turned into tequila when she left. She, being that whiskey brown skinned beauty God granted me, her father handed me before her mother danced with me as she smiled while walking down the aisle with plans to be my forever happily ever after. Better half, first mate, blue flame, or however you can relate, just make it old fashioned. Make she believe that she's my lifelong co captain. and hugs to back massages and foot rubs to something that she'd be scared of. Actions and reactions causing my leading lady to leave. Retreat. Depart. Get town. Turn her back on her vows and never turn back around. But if it so happened that she just so happened to be here now, what would happen is I'd recount our old memories. Every happy hour. All the contacts of us having sex on the beach or on top of that side car park next to hers. Lesson learned from bees and birds and others that I can't put in words and what's absurd. It's unlike those nights, it's not all a blur, and that's why it hurts. The memories. Curse with knowing what we were meant to be and what makes it worse is knowing how eventually our love turned to pain. Went from a simple sea breeze to a Cat 5 hurricane in Category 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Warm all over, but still cold on the inside. I tried to keep that same stride as our first date, just for it to end in the worst way on a thirsty Thursday. A wedlock that should have been stopped or I not have approached it in the first place. So now I get numb off rum to ignore what it really was, all because I got a little buzz like Andy did on his birthday. But now I'm in the worst place on this lonely long island of misery, the mystery of why I let my obsession tend to our progression. Living a life-learned lesson of how I was her Hennessy-eyed king and she was my gorgeous grandmanier queen, it seemed we were forever deemed to have that French connection. And that would seem like seconds the passion stops. See, I thought we would have full. She swear we were half empty and already on the rocks. But if not, hell, it don't matter because it's too late to go get us because a new king is seen with her in every Instagram picture. And it's a shock that hits straight to the gut like mixing clear and brown liquor. And what makes me sicker? is that I'm the one left without a crown. 
Yeah, I was on a sunrise up. Now I'm drunk in love, man down, left with a heavy heart and a bitter taste in my mouth. And shot after shot after shot of them is meant to be sent to my social media accounts. And I'm the one left paying for it like this round on the house. And I highly doubt if I even cross her mind. But I still want to apologize for my part in wasting her time. Because honestly, for me, she set the bar and left me with so many emotional scars and specks of care that I haven't yet drowned bits and pieces of our past that keep sticking around, yet she's found her new blue flame, a ball and chain. And there is no AA room that will sober me up from the former Mrs. Boone. But if you happen to see her out and you know who I'm talking about, tell her I said what's up and good luck to the bride and groom. Yours truly. I never knew where I was going to go when I said that I was going to spit a piece about what abuse been in my life and what it represented for me. But the reality is this. I've been living in a life that was mostly male-dominated. So my father, my grandfather, my brothers, my uncles, and my cousins, my best friends, and all the ones who have been in my life, even my two ex-husbands, all the necessity and all the things that I wanted to be, all I could do was speak to my character and the love that was inside of me. So I couldn't be anything less. All I could do was act like I had the best life ever and I had been blessed. But there were times in my life where I was actually happy and the things that were happening to me, I felt like were a necessity. So I'm not angry about any failed relationship, marriage, friendship, or any other tethering. The reality is this. 